questions. History. Religion. Grace. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Rachel. Join us as we talk about our favorite TV shows and movies and point out grace. With some interesting twists and a little humor. You're listening to Who's Saying Grace? Welcome to Who's Saying Grace? This is our last episode for The Last Kingdom. Well, I mean, we will probably do something on the movie, but this is wrapping it all up. The end of The Last Kingdom. What a journey. So, (laughs) yes. Gosh, how many seasons? This is season five of The Last Kingdom. We're actually still on season three of the podcast. Yeah. Because we've been doing episodes about five at a time, trying to get through it. So this is it. This is episode six through 10. Yeah. That is all the very last episode. And oh they my gosh. got a lot in there. They packed a lot yeah. in. So a lot of good acting. Yeah. And yeah, just the emotional roller coaster on some of this was pretty intense. I think it's because coming um, off of the last five was pretty yeah. rough. And then the fact, I mean, I'm just going to say it right now, the, the scene, the the biggest scene to me in there, I mean, just for my emotion was that whole Brita scene. I mean, Oh, between him and Brita, between yeah. Uhtred and Brita. Yeah. I mean that she's that- still struggling with, who she is and her identity and still struggling with her pride. And then it all comes to an end. She's done. Like she's, she gives up and then they forgive each other. And, and then freaking Stiora. (laughs) Out of nowhere. I, I did not see that coming. I I really did not see that coming. No, I didn't either. And now every time if I watch it again, I'm just like, Oh, don't do that. I mean, I cried again this time watching it. I cry. And she was angry. She was doing, Stiora was acting out of anger and fear. Like she's moving into the role of Brita. And I think that's what Uhtred was so worried about. He was so worried about how pride took Brita to the darkness, what he talks about. And then he was so afraid that it was going to take Stiora also. Yeah. And you, you think about like, it's the same, they're like, you know, Brita and Stiora, they kind of were parallel when you think about those things. And I wonder just in life, very strong warrior women, mm-hmm. very strong their personalities mm-hmm. who have a lot of grieving, a lot of loss. Mm-hmm. And both were, you know, technically could have been either Saxon or Dane. Dane. Yeah. Right. A lot of similarities between the two. Yeah. And then, so I wonder in, you know, you think about in life, how we have, um, you know, we find people that, that, I mean, you can just see like, it's almost, oh gosh, how am I trying to say this? Um, like like their characteristics. Yeah. Or lives that are similar. Sure. Kind of saying this for the first time, because we didn't talk about this, but going, you know, you take two people who are from like, who have the same sort of economic background, the same religious background, the same, all these different things. And a lot of those things, because you're kind of, I'm going to use the word indoctrinated because I don't know what else, but you're 
your environment same type yeah but it produces very similar sort of feelings and outcomes it's kind of interesting if you think about yeah. people you know that have that they kind of you know it's like becomes a yeah it's interesting um so i think it's interesting too like we talked about in the last episode with the parent child relationships and how Utrid had to just let Stiora go again he does it again when he lets her go like he walks away when she goes with um the other guy that's kind of a right hand warrior guy oh yeah and they they kind of take a group of Danes and they go to the hills or they go live in the trees yeah so they kind of are back trying to find their way and he lets her go and do her thing. I'm sure, you know, just speaking as a parent, it's really hard to do. It's really hard to watch your kid kind of go and you think they're going to kind of make some mistakes and they're going to fail at some things and you don't really want them to, but you know that they have to do it because if you make them do what you want them to do, they're not going to learn anything and they're going to resent you for it. So yeah. I think Uhtred had to let her go so she wouldn't resent him. I mean, but there's parts of her coming out already that she, she's already like, you chose Wessex over your family. And I think right. that, that hit Uhtred big time. I think we kind of see that. That I think that's kind of what drives him, his purpose, his, um, excuse me, his, his uh, MO, whatever you want to call it in, you know, in this last half a little bit, we see a lot of that of going kind of that it's like a parent. It's like, you're like, dang it. I, I got to do this instead because I screwed that up. And now I got, yeah, he's really feeling guilty. He's feeling very guilty about his yeah choices that he made and how she really grilled him and questioned him why he chose Alfred and Wessex over his own family and yeah, his own like destiny. And but so, she, yeah, he, but she he really questions himself. And it's, it's interesting that she's, she's only bringing that up when she's unhappy. Right. I think she's angry and she's prideful and she yeah. wants it her way. And he sees that in her also. Yeah, he okay. sees that she's like, doesn't seem like she's making good choices either. When she takes off, he wants her to be with him and. Yeah. To kind of start over. Gosh. Yeah. Art. It's, it's amazing the things we go through in life of what, how they affect us and how it comes out. And sometimes you don't even realize of something that's affecting you and how it's, how it's coming out. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, your experiences, how they deeply affect you. And maybe as you're going through it, you don't realize it. Yeah. You don't realize that maybe decisions you're making now that until you see how they're related, like, you know, so, so I'll just say, I have a lot of, I have a lot of fear. And that's from some things in my past, but it can show up in so many different ways. It can show up because I want to control things. It can show up in, um, you know, which then that has its other, has more to it. But I think it may be a base of one thing and you can come back to what it is. And we see so much fear in this show of how that creates maybe how you're wired, maybe how your, you know, your environment, your, all those things all go into this big melting pot that creates why you do what you do. Right. Do it. And 
it's exactly what we talk about in the show. You know, why do you do what you do? And you do because of a lot of your experiences and your environment that you grow up in and things you're told, all the things, things really, yeah, condition you for what you're so experiencing. Interesting to keep doing that, to keep diving in for now. Like since I've started down the path, and then I'll go. I didn't like you get that feeling of like you react to something and you might think, why did I react that way? If you can stop, if you can get to a point where you, right. Because I think most people just, they don't even question it. They just think their own reactions are very normal. But if you, like you just said, if you step back and think to yourself, okay, is this a normal reaction to this? Yeah. And then why am I, if it's normal or not normal, why am I reacting this way? Yeah. And I had that hard to do. It's really, it's a, it's a, it's not natural. It's no. something that you, when you start, I think really, maybe, maybe when you start, when you don't like how things are, or you notice, and yeah. I don't even know how you get to the point where you don't like, I mean, it's just like, I think you have to be upset. Like you have to be um, unhappy. You have to be unhappy with how things are going before you really start doing that to yeah, some degree. I, maybe yeah, some people can do can do some therapy and uncover that without really knowing. But I think you have, that's the reason you go to therapy because you're unhappy with something. So I don't know. But I have to say, I think it, I mean, anybody can do it to go. Oh yeah. Why do I get angry at that? Why do I, or why do I get sad for that? Or why do I, you know, the other day I thought, you know, there's some things that I'm trying to control and I can't. And I thought it was, just sort of a surface level thing. And then I went, Oh my gosh, I'm doing this because I'm really actually mad. I'm mad hmm. about things. And I have a lot of anger about this and I don't do anger well. And so I've been trying to work on what anger, cause you say anger. And that to me is like throwing things and being mad and yelling <laughs> and cursing, you know, and it's not, that's, that's what I, that's what anger is to me, but that's not necessarily anger. You can have an angry feeling and not act like that you can not react to yeah it. not so act just go, on it yeah I'm mad I'm mad I'm mad and and I did and I just kept going I'm mad at this I'm mad at that and every time I thought of something that I was mad about it took it back even further because that's what I do I'll go no that happened because of that so now I'm mad at that well now I'm mad at that and so I just went and now just back go let's Adam and Eve <laughs> all the way back all the way back all the way back yeah. So I think a lot of these Very interesting act out of, I mean, that's what we've, the whole show, I think we can sum up right now. The whole show we've been talking is why we wanted to do this is to, it's to help relate in the show. Like, where can you see yourself? Where do you see society? Where do you see religion? Where do you see all these things playing out? And in grace, we choose there it's too. just your choices yeah and ha- and then to dig deeper on why you're making those choices yeah it's like life coaching we've been giving life coaching <laughs> <laughs> i so, guess i've never actually been to a life coach so i can't really say I what have. it is it's kind of life coaching um but i have done <laughs> some classes on learning to be a life coach yeah but I, that's not the same as actually being it. no I know it's being really in it so that's different yeah, so I'm not gonna say I know what that is but um okay but so- again we go we get to that bottom layer of why we do what we do but who is controlling who and how God fits in on this 
And it is huge on how you think God is controlling things, how you think, why you do what you do, how that relates to God is huge. So when you start to think why you do what you do, do you say that it's because of something and gosh, this just gets really, really technical because we can always say that God does these things because he created everything. He does do everything, but you specifically have choices and consequences to your actions. So that's super hard when trying to put a line or draw that line between what God is doing and why God or why people do what they do. Yeah. I think, well, can we go to that scene? Um, My cat is going insane right now, just so we're, we're clear, like trying to break in this door behind me. Well, my dog keeps setting off the ring. So we're probably going to hear that all the time. We're having fun today. Um, So I think that that scene between Uhtred and um, Father Pierre, Father like, Pierre like, mm-hmm. is huge. It's in episode eight, right? I think episode right. eight. It is so good. I mean, this is what happens when you start questioning, I think. You have good discussions. That was a really good mm-hmm. talk between them, just to hear where their minds were. And like, Uhtred's going, well, it's because of this. And Father Pierre's like, well, it's this. And... And I, you know, there's times where I'm going, oh, I can see that. Oh, I can see that. I understand why they think that, or I understand why that would be that way. And um, and it's interesting to think how the Saxon view and the pagan view are happening both there. And they're just, they keep crossing over in things. It's like, this one says this sign, and this one says this sign. And, you know, and Father Peter says, maybe it's all wrapped together. And, and, and there's just one God to serve because it's all, everything that's been happening has been a reason to bring you right where you are today. And, and while that sounds lovely, it doesn't it account way, for the yes, people you, who doesn't. So, yeah. and you are where you are because of where you've come from, right? But not as we don't think. ordained. It's not ordained. It's like, um, so again, I think Uhtred has been triggered by his daughter. His daughter basically made him, he thought, Uhtred thought he had it all figured out forever. Yeah. Like his destiny was to help um, Alfred unify England. That was huge. But then also he knew he was going to get Bevan Burr as part of that. I think yeah. that's always been in the back of his head. But now his daughter is like, your selfishness in only, you know, leaving your family and, and doing everything that Alfred wanted you to do. And now Edward, you've forsaken your family for this destiny. And now he's feeling guilty. So he's having this discussion with father Pierlig and he's like wrestling with his destiny. And maybe that's not really his destiny and brings in God and the gods and destiny. And what does this all yeah, and they're you know, testing really him mean. and they're they're testing him and they're tempting him. Who's that sound like? Alfred right. from before. But, and then we've got 
Edward that is also feeling this also he's saying the devil is tempting me, but God is testing me. Yeah. And how does that all really work? And so I think for us, those were always questions that we had. And Mm -hmm. so I wonder, you know, does, do other people see this? Do, you know, speaking to our audience out there, do, do you have, do you wrestle with this also? Do you think to yourself, is it always the devil that's doing the bad things? Does Mm -hmm. God control everything? Does God even test us? Does God reward us? Does God bless us? And we have this Edward that is God's king. And we, you know, we've talked about that before. And then we have this whole pep talk in episode nine that ails with. Gosh, she rocks in these last episodes. She does. (laughs) She is on fire and she's so funny. And we've really gotten to see a, a totally different side of her because I pretty sure we did not like her at all in the beginning. Like, Oh, she's slowly we hated her. Slowly we didn't really she, hate her, but we really did not like her. Do you know, I feel like the change was when she Edwards, um, illegitimate child that started the softening and the turning because she was like, she went there. She was like, Oh my gosh, what did we do? Yeah. And I think another time when somebody said, oh, well, you made Father Baoka leave. So anyway, so ever since then. Well, and there was another one where, you know, I think it was in the last for the last five episodes when she says to Pierleg, no, listen, we need Uhtred or Uhtred does have some goodness. And and Father Pierleg was like, yeah, we know. We've always known this. Like, you're the one that didn't know this before. Yeah, she's slowly coming into this. And then she I just, think she's getting outside of her own bubble. She's finally yes. getting out of her bubble and not finally seeing that the world does not revolve around you, Aylesworth. Like there yeah. are bigger things out there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And those power royalty. You know, I want to go back to what you were saying about um her pumping up. Well, wait, first. I want to relate the Uhtred with his thing. It's almost like a, like the person who their job has taken over their life and they've neglected so many ah, other things. That's what that kind so of. So true. Me. So true. That conversation with him and Pierleg is like, he's wrestling with, he has worked his entire life <clears throat> and spent so much time away from his family. Cause he's been pouring into the workaholic. Job, which, but it benefits his family. So you see that mindset where they think I have to do this because I have to support my family, which I think goes back to Adam and Eve and the curse, which Adam is his curse is the ground and to work and that he's always going to have to work for everything. And that's going to be his, um, his mindset curse. Like that's what he will battle his entire life is providing for his family. And look what that, that is. And if they would just ask for help or allow more than just their own provision. Like I think sometimes men get so worried about them being the sole provider that it just stresses them out so much. If they would just relax a little bit and realize that there's a whole community here, you have your children, you have your wife, they're all surrounding. We're all wanting to provide 
for each other. Yeah. So, and I think that works in any type of relationship and especially, you know, bringing it into today of people, no matter what your relationships work like, even if you're single or if you're, you know, mm-hmm. in a same sex relationship or any of that, I think it, it is a, it is a big thing to deal with of like, where are we? Who's gonna- the provider who makes the most money yeah, and all that kind even, of stuff is even so deeper than, even deeper than that is, is identifying yourself by that. This is right. what I do. And then you come to the end of thing, you know, Uhtred's coming more towards the end of his fighting career in a way. So right. he's there, his right? retirement. Yeah. And now he's like, crap, I will neglected my family. I don't really know them. They don't really want to hang out with me. So this is kind of like one of those things of going, we let go of so much of ourselves because of the, well, I got to have that we're consumers too. Right. Nowadays, but you know, they, they were for surviving, you know, we need this land. We got to have, you know, they never really show them eating and doing gathering and things like that, but it happens in there. Like farming and and trading and trying to get food (laughs) and it's got to happen like clothing. And, (laughs) but I like how, how ails with how you said that she had that pep talk with Edward, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and we, we are, there's usually people in relationships that are the encouragers that, that do come in and go, okay, come on, you can do this. You can do this, but it's, that's an outside thing. And we really want to come to those things internally because it doesn't last when it's somebody else motivating you in certain ways. It might last a long time. Somewhat. I mean, I think you, I think that still helps. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying that that. it, um, validates your own thoughts. Yeah. I agree with that. And, and maybe you you need that validation from people, but then just resting on people's praise and encouragement. That's not going to finish. It's not right. It's not going to be sustainable, but it's a great thing to yeah to get going but I think but the the more people tell you like if if somebody if you're a parent and you tell your child they're a failure all the time like if you constantly tell your child that they're a failure guess what they're going to be a failure but if you constantly tell your child that um they're good and okay so that's the I love 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 now I'm not gonna be able to think of the movie it just like totally went out of my brain but um the movie with um, where the maid always tells the little kid that you are kind, you are smart, you are important. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Oh, what is that? Duh. One of my favorite movies. Anyway. Oh, it's so um, good. And I love her. I love that actress. So I can much. see them. I can, I see can the too. Movie. Oh, I to gosh. Come back to okay. Well, stupid kind of- menopause brain. COVID brain, menopause brain. I don't know what it is. All the brains. Anyway, I think of that all the time when I think about my kids and I'm like, I always want to tell them when they're unsure about something that they're getting ready to do. You know what? You are kind, you are smart and you're important and you can do this. Yeah. I love that. And I, so let, let's go to these women in this, um, I love, I love the women in this show because I love Edith. Edith play, is awesome. They play the part, they play the parts of where in this time period, they mm-hmm. are, they're kind of paving the way of it. Start, we think that this women's movement started like, you know, 50 years ago or something. I don't know, <laughs> right. think, but that it's so recent. And I'm like, 
but there's always been the rebels. I mean, Ethel Flood is a real character or, or a real person in real life who fought battles and did all kinds of things, right? So, right. and then, but now we've got Aylesworth and Edith and Siora and Brita and Aylfwin and um, Aylfled, not Ethel Flood, Aylfled. Aylfled was Edward's wife that was killed. Yes. All of them, in a way, were kind of rebelling and still staying in their lane. So right caused too much but there were parts like we look at edith who's a well, because they probably would have been killed had they gotten out of their lane too much sure. i mean how many times was Aylesworth worried about being yeah. killed because of, she could never ever go above alfred or edward her son yeah um publicly because they would have called her a traitor and she'd have been done but oh my she gosh does she still does it, but she's sneaky. So, yeah, she's, she's sneaky. sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. But I do like the one time when in, when they're all like, basically like, Edward, we get where you're coming from. We know you're tr- trying to do good here, but mm-hmm. she goes, you're wrong. Right. <laughs> wrong. That was a big scene because she, she told the king to his face and man, she could have been. And then she went, they all sided with Uhtred. But I, I think with, with, with Brita, she was a powerhouse and Stior. I mean, even though they had these, you know, things that were complicated, they, they, I love how they. Pride is big. They were still a little bit on that yeah, prideful the pride. side, but they just they need were, to have confidence and humility. And they were like, no, we're not going to, we, we have important things to say. We are useful. I mean, look at Aylesworth. She freaking killed somebody. With her bare hands. No gloves, oh, people. She was not wearing gloves. No gloves. Everybody. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I love that whole scene because I would, I would love where... to know. I want, I really would love to talk with her. And I know you have, but I want to know for Eliza that plays Aylesworth. Yeah. Eliza in real life is the actress. Go follow her because she's awesome. I know. She's an amazing actress. But um, I just wonder what some of her favorite scenes were. Does she ever talk about that? Like some of her favorite scenes. And I think this, this whole season, she had to have loved this season because she kind of gets to do whatever she wants. I know. Oh my gosh. I love, she, you know, she needs a, a, at the end, she needs a room by the sea. That's fantastic. But she, that whole scene when she comes, you know, I mean, they're showing her like how she's going to kill that guy and stuff. And she's like, but then when she gets in forward forward, she gets to edwards um oh yeah because ethel flood was ethel flood that said pointy in forward yeah so great um when she gets to edwards airbnb he's staying at in the other it's not it's not wessex wherever he is and she comes in there for which for which for which She's in there and she comes in and Edward's new wife is there, but she's like, I don't know what horror you have with you. you know? And then they go that. And then the lady's like, we'll get you your rooms. And she's like, I know you must want to lay, you know, you're, she's like, I'm stiff. I'm sore. And she's like, oh yes, old age. And she's like, no, I slept on the floor. I killed a man with my bare hands. You know, that whole thing. But yet it's okay for her to kill a man because she's a Christian. Yes. It was good. She had to. It's willed yeah. by God. It was willed. Had to, had to, had to. Um, yeah, pride, ego, fear, fear. Um, and then the did we really get into that scene though, what Father Peerling was saying? 
with Uhtred and Father. I'm going backwards here. Spaghetti. No, we've talked the about destiny it. and the choices. And yeah, one other, I think that was that scene. I wanted to um, yeah. bring about the question. Oh no, I don't think that was that one. It was, um, was it a divine blessing or something? That was again with when Aylesworth is given Edward the pep talk. And she says to him that God is going to favor him because God favors good and true men. Okay. I want to know anybody out there. Do we really think true statement, right? Does God favor good and true men? And if it is yes, which we could say, yes, what is a good man? What is a true man? Is it Edward or is it Uhtred? Is it Father, Father Pierlig? Um, is it you know, when we think son? Of, right. When we think of good men, what, what does that mean? And then it, that goes back to also when we do the right thing, mm-hmm. what's that mean? Of course, God wants us to do the right thing. Or Rachel, you had asked in our little pre-session, I think you said something about, um, not doing the right thing, but is it God? Oh, where did if I write that down? Might go with it. Um, yeah. Is it God that. What makes someone good? We say God favors good men an honorable death. But does, oh, does God want us? God doesn't want us to fail. Oh yeah. That was the other part that was with, uh, so Uhtred, right. Yeah. If God wants us to do the right thing. And, and we have to figure out what the right thing is and God doesn't want us to fail, but we do fail sometimes, but do we really, because then some people say they can use the, their failure for good. Yeah. And that's what father and like, like everything you've done up until this point is to get you to go. He goes, maybe it's all for one thing. Cause Uhtred's fighting back that, oh, they're tempting. Maybe he was, God's it was, or- he was. It was just his arrogance that yeah. caused him to make those choices. Maybe it really wasn't God. And we do, we, we hear as a society, we put everything together like that. Yeah. And I think when you say that part about failing and again, our choices are going to affect other people. Mm-hmm. And you're right. God created everything. So we can say, yes, at the end of the day, it's all God. Right. You could make that blanket statement. At the end of the day, it's all God, but not in the way. If we say that, then it takes away from the, the, the cross and the resurrection. Right. And it makes it unequal for everyone. Yes. And I think that's, you know what? I think that's our biggest thing of why you and I study the way we study and what we believe is because we think that God is just and fair. So if that's going to be our true statement, mm-hmm. then things have to line up and make sense under that. And when you and have so people it, getting blesses and curses and those things, that doesn't right. line up with that. So we so can't we have, make that work. And we have Uhtred here that if his destiny is to have Bevenber, which again, mm-hmm. Pierlig is saying his destiny is to have Bevenber, mm-hmm. why didn't he get it the first time? And- he had to learn yes. lessons and a great man had to die for it. Bayoka who served God his entire life. 
he right. had to die for it, but yet how did they use that for good and who gets to die for things for good and who gets to live for things that are good. And so we like to, if you, if people don't like the canned answers that are out there, that, that Christianity is giving that like, we're just explained that it's all for good, but you have to endure the tests and the temptations for and the bad and a, a, for a future good or a future destiny. So Uhtred had to endure Bayoka dying. Bayoka had to endure himself dying so that Uhtred could get Bedmanbur for the destiny of all. So what was Bayoka's destiny to die for? For somebody to else? get some land. So if you don't really like those canned answers and you would like to explore some different answers and, but you don't want to give up on God because a lot of times a lot of people just give up on God because they can't, if that's the way God works and God is in control and God does everything, then God is cruel. Just like Edith was saying, destiny is cruel. Just like uh, Edward says sometimes. And, um, Uhtred was saying, you know, sometimes destiny is cruel. God is cruel. But if you don't like that answer, we have a different answer. And our answer is it's just the cross. Mm-hmm. It's that's God's purpose right there. The cross, his death, resurrection, dying for our sin. And that, that there's a lot to all of that. Yeah. But that right there is God's purpose. That is his will. That is his purpose for you. Let me to understand I, yeah. that. I want to interject. I can't remember if I talked about this yet because everything runs together sometimes, but I came to, ch- I came to church last weekend and it was on the Lord's prayer. And I've, I've heard people, pastors go through the Lord's prayer and why you do it and all that. But I would encourage you, maybe we can link that, um, in here, the, the actual, I liked that because it touched on so many different things and that would open up a lot and explain a lot of what we're kind of talking about on here with grace. Just if you're interested in exploring that, because the Lord's prayer is a prayer that in Christianity you are taught is like one of the most important, one of the most important prayers. So many people, I mean, most people know that prayer and they pray it at all kinds of things, but do you really know what you're praying? Do you really know what those mean? And like, why do you need daily bread? Do you need daily bread? Well, I, do. I mean, you do need it, but I, I go to the grocery all the time, <laughs> which I hate. I hate going to the grocery, but I get to. So yeah, I don't have, even if people that don't have it daily bread, Yeah, but there are people maybe in other countries that don't have it, but is God supplying that daily bread for them? There's a lot of kids that die of starvation. That's when people, why didn't God give them their daily bread? You know, and then you go, well, maybe if you found really look into why, Jesus was telling them about daily bread, this would make more sense. And you might not see it as cruel. You might see that these are just consequences to choices we've made as a human race since the beginning of time of why people starve. You you come up with your own answers on that part outside of God did it. I think. But yeah, there's a whole teaching 
on that whole thing that but I, we're not but I really like even that. getting into. So yeah, but I like that. Um, why that just popped in my head is because it really does give you that difference of some answers. If you don't like the canned answers, it might be a good place to start because so many people know the Lord's prayer. So I think that was a good, good lesson in that. Yeah, it'll, it will make more sense if we get that linked in the show notes, but I will say that we might've lost the, the, um, recording that was on it that we might've lost that recording. So we uh, might not be able to link it. Bummer. Um, okay, we'll find out. Yeah, well, so we'll maybe see. sometime in one of our- But there's episodes. others. I can maybe find some others that are on prayer. Yeah. It just might not be on that prayer. Maybe we could do a separate one outside of a pop culture, just talking about the Lord's prayer and that kind of thing. Cause I think that was sure. really good. Um, And so, yeah. So again, you know, when we were talking to Julie last of her saying, I didn't see the religious undertones in this show until I was your friend that's watching the show from yeah beginning to end and Mm -hmm. that's another thing if um this is one of the first shows that you've listened to I should have said this in the beginning (laughs) Mm -hmm. but go back and listen to go back and rewatch the shows and listen to our podcast and um you know ask us see if you if it makes sense what we're saying and if you see the scenes like we've described them and especially comparing it from the first time that you've watched the show if you've watched yeah. it see if it's different like the things that we're pointing out how different it is and um yeah and, and how just, you're seeing things differently yeah cuz i think it's fun to rewatch the show and this could be in a different way to watch the show to go back and watch an episode listen to the podcast watch an episode listen to the podcast That'd be fun. Absolutely. Um, so I, I don't, ha- I mean, I think, oh, I would say one last thing, you know, is at the very end when we see Edward and Uhtred talking, you know, Uhtred's made this deal with King Constantine, Constantine. Yeah. And you see Edward's pride and ego. I mean, he is just, He's but you know, mad. I mean, I gotta say the way Uhtred handled that and all of that was think, a little sneaky. Yeah, I think that could have been done a little differently in saying here, you know. Yeah, but I know it's a show. We got to get it. And I don't know that Edward would have agreed because Edward was not I mean, he was speaking out of a lot of control and anger and pride. And so I don't know that he could have seen it that way. He would have made it might have made things worse. I think. Yeah. Think of the pressure Uhtred, on Edward. To go, yeah. you're the and one underneath the father. You're the one that's supposed to pull these kingdoms together. I mean, goodness gracious. Talk about a failure. Feeling like A lot of questions. Like, yeah. That's a lot. And we didn't talk about Hild very much, but Hild comes back into the show. Hild, Hild. <laughs> I'm making and art. Hild and Heston both, which they're great actors, great characters. You don't really see much of Hild outside of the show. Heston, you, I know you've had lots of um, like different. Oh yeah, Heston's on social media, but Hild talks with him. Her. He's funny. Yeah, Hild's not on much. I don't know what other shows she's doing now. And maybe in our next episode, we can talk about what some of the actors are doing now. Some of the shows they've moved on to. And then we can talk maybe a little bit about that last about the seven kings yeah movie 
I would love that. So we'll um, do one more episode on the seven Kings mm-hmm. and on the movie. Cause man, there's some really, really good stuff in there. Really good stuff. Yeah. So, so if you haven't watched the movie, you need to go watch the movie. It's good. so good. I think you can even watch the movie without seeing the show from what I understand from some people. Just yeah. Okay. It just it, makes it a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Makes it. So, do we have anybody that was saying grace in this last episode? Can you think about anything that. Um, I think in the end. Uhtred, of course. Yeah, maybe we got to end with an Uhtred. We started with an Uhtred on the. I think so, because even though like I love, of course, like um, Father Pierlig and Hild and Aylesworth, like they have some really good conversations, mm-hmm. but I still think they bring it back to God making the choices and not really allowing people to make choices and deal with their own consequences. So yeah. even though, yes, because even though talk people, about the end, go say it, but don't let me forget. Okay. People, you said people. Well, just that we always like Hild and Peerlig and Aylesworth are questioning and Steora questioning, like why you do what you do. Yeah. And they're questioning their choices and their destiny. They still bring it back to God is controlling everything. And we would say he's not, we would say, no, it's just due to your choices and your consequences. And God's purpose for you is for you to understand what he did on the cross done deal. That's okay. it. And then you going forward, decide what your choices and consequences are yeah. your, your own destiny. You decide your own purpose after that. So you can have your own micro purpose in God's purpose. Cause God's purpose is one thing that's going to affect everyone. And then you go out and do what you're going to do after that. And you decide why you do what you do. And that doesn't affect. <laughs> yeah. We're not circling that. back saying that him getting Bevenber was God's purpose. No, yeah, that, that was God? his own choice that he wanted for himself and his family and his people. Mm-hmm. And he can still believe in Christ's death, burial and resurrection. He can still understand the cross and that provides his future destiny you know in heaven but that doesn't have to affect god controlling his future choices and consequences so that's kind of how that makes sense it's like ails with also she can understand the cross and then she can go about her life making choices you know however yeah. as long however it affects people same way with hild hild did her own thing she chose to go back to the nunnery and teach and provide and do those things that she did so that's how we kind of see it as grace yeah i was gonna say gonna say i was um the whole montage when he's overlooking the sea yeah so that just summed up everything that you know that did lead him to where he was at the time because each step you take leads you to the next thing and every choice has a consequence. Yeah. And you just see where it went and where it went. And that's how our story unfolds and how we have stories too. And 
that I just want to acknowledge that because I was like the first yeah. time like, stop it stop it I mean the floodgates <laughs> were just going <laughs> and then you just go oh, yeah remember that remember that oh mm-hmm. my god that and that yeah so good so much so thank you for being here with us all right go find thank- us on who.is.saying.grace on Instagram. And also we did find out that you can post comments on Spotify. Mm. If you listen to us on Spotify, you can post comments on the episodes. So please comment. Um, please be nice. Yeah, keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it nice. Keep it nice. But good questioning. We like but, it. Yeah, please question. We'll take whatever. We'll try to answer if we can. Yep. Peace. All right. Peace.